Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Bereans Bible Prophecy Podcast. This is Bob McLaurin. And first off, I want to apologize for the last episode about the two witnesses. I, when I went back and listened to it and all during that episode, I just didn't feel like I expressed any uh, logical point or conclusion after all of it. And, and it probably reflected uh, my study this weekend, because what I did, I, I, I went through Revelation and I, I set up index cards for every seal, trumpet, and vial or bowl and wrote down the details that each one of those represented <clears throat> and the verse that they were located in and what I wanted to see from an overall structure visually was if there was a pattern that was not chronological. Well, what I found, I tell you, I almost came away more confused or more frustrated because my goal, anytime you go in studying something with a real focus, you you believe you're going to make some progress. And I came out with a feeling that if anyone approaches you with an authority that they have figured the book of Revelation out, you you need to walk away. Now, there are certain things that we that are clear enough, but the overall scope and order and things, I, I just don't see how anybody who is honest with themselves, who treats every single verse uh, with with the same weight as the next one, and doesn't have an agenda to prove, can walk away and say, yep, I've got that figured out. Because what I wanted to know was the, uh, I, I spent so much time in the last episode talking about earthquakes and how I, essentially the point I should have made was, is it possible that those three earthquakes that are mentioned, and maybe four, are the same earthquake? And are they the sixth seal? And is it possible that the witnesses are resurrected at the sixth seal, killed and resurrected, along with all the other saints? That's what took me about 30 minutes of rambling in the last episode to get to. And I just wanted to see visually, did it make any sense? And let me tell you, when you when you lay that out in front of you, yes, the seals, trumpets, and vials do uh, have a pattern to them that look like they would overlay, and they certainly end together. The sixth seal and seventh seal have an earthquake, the seventh trumpet, and the seventh vial. They all have major, major earthquakes, and in some cases it states, you know, every island and mountain would fled away, things like that. So you, and I tried to stress the point, could they, could that happen more than once? I don't think it could. So here's where I came down. Here's what I came up with is I left Revelation seeing that it, it looks like that is three patterns talking about the same thing, or at least the seals have the overview and the trumpet and vial provide the detail or the meat on the bone and are a subset possibly 
a parallel subset of the seals, which would not mean that all three and, you know, 21 in all of those events would be consecutive or sequential. However, let me state uh, that I believe it's Revelation 8-2 where it, it just ends the seventh seal. And then one of the next verses it says, And then I saw the seven trumpets or seven angels prepared with their trumpets. It, it sure does look consecutive or sequential there. So I don't know what to, I don't know where to go with it other than in my heart, it sure does look like this is all one story and not three stories, one after the other. But there are connections between them that make it look sequential or consecutive, if I'm making myself clear there. In any case, I mean, it could be said, you know, all oh, the seals are consecutive and the the trumpets and vials are parallel. But then you've got, I believe, uh, trumpet number two is a third of the sea is turned to blood. And then vial number two is the rest of it is turned to blood or the whole sea or all the seas were turned to blood. So there's definitely a progression even though they're all very similar. So until we have more light, I just don't know how we get anywhere with it. Uh, you know, something comes out of some, God reveals somebody, uh, something to someone out of the Old Testament that might reveal some type of pattern that we haven't seen before. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say, a shadow uh, that's been reflected in a prior history that we would expect to see repeated in the future. Um, you know, I, I continue to grind on this stuff, but I just, I felt like I didn't make any progress uh, other than in my head, I always had this picture that the witnesses were, you know, resurrected at the midpoint of, of uh, the 70th week and if that's the case, and I think I said this in 13, their, their resurrection is the second woe, and that would push it much deeper. At least I, it, it feels like it ought to be much deeper into the 70th week than I was giving it, giving, uh, allowing for time there. So that really shocked me. And what it, what it did was show me the urgency or the the uh, speed in which all of these things would come down if they are all unique single events and not three ways of looking at the same storyline. Uh, again, if I'm making myself clear, because their death and resurrection has to occur after the fifth trumpet, you know, and out of 21 events, uh, that's, halfway through 12, 12 events out of 21. So or over half. So anyway, that was one of the points I came across. Uh, and also when you really digest the whole picture at once, one of the things that really jumped out at me was when you see things like 
all rivers and seas are blood, turn to blood. And if you if you take these things piecemeal, it's very easy to miss how heavy those things are. And you just start putting them together, trying to fit this puzzle together and figure this picture out. And it may look good from a distance, but when you really think about it, if all rivers and seas are blood, and then you've got this whole story of Armageddon and potentially a year or two after it, it just doesn't work. I don't see how it could work because if there was no water, how long are you going to last just sitting at home? Much more going out onto the battlefield and, you know, taking place and uh, take all the armies, you know, that are left taking place in this massive warfare, you know, and all the logistics that it takes to move an army and feed it and clothe it and all that. And, you know, they're going to consume much more water than they would need food. And food is much easier to, to move than water in mass quantities. You can't compress water. Um, can't dehydrate water. You know, you can, you can dehydrate uh, everything down to dust and and rehydrate it when you eat but you can't do that with water you got to you got to be able to drink something and uh that's why i think the duration of these vials have to be extremely tight and fast and i i mean how long does an army last a week two weeks uh see how long you go without water and uh, that'll give you an idea of where my head was after reading through, reading through, looking at all of Revelation from a distance. Um, I also wasn't looking at the inter stories that describe the beast and Babylon and all that. If you're reading right through those things, which zoom in on other chapters, can kind of draw you off the focus. All I was looking at was seals, trumpets, and vials in order to get a, a feel for the timeline overall. The other elements within Revelation uh, just add color, not just, but they, they add great color and uh, details to the overall story. So uh, another thing that I came away with was just a reminder that, you know, I believe in the rapture. I always have, and I'm pre wrath it's my position for now, and uh, I, uh, which is a sixth seal rapture position. Uh, but is it, for whatever reason, what just kept, uh, what kept coming through my head over the weekend was that verse about you'll often hear pre-trivers used were not appointed under wrath, and what it, how it's used. It's their keystone verse. They use it to to place the rapture prior to the 70th week, which maybe that's true, but that's a pretty flimsy way of establishing timing. Just this vague inference. Uh, and, you know, it's an inference. And then you got to assume the whole 70th week is all of God's wrath, which if you look at the scripture, it just isn't. 
It might be, but that isn't what Scripture is saying. It, it really doesn't start until the day of the Lord. Uh, and Joel backs that up uh, as well. But as I was chewing on that, we're not appointed unto wrath. What I found in a previous study about three, four months ago was that Paul, Paul often repeats himself on various subjects, and it's almost word for word. And what I wanted to share with you as a reminder, and I'm pretty sure I did this in another previous episode, but let me read 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. Uh, it is, For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to, abstain, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. That's 1 Thessalonians 5.9. Now, when you read that, the caption of that paragraph in 1 Thessalonians 5 is the day of the Lord, and obviously it's in a prophetic setting. But when you read all of that, let me tell you what I think Paul's doing. He's telling people, he's telling believers that, you know, he's describing the rapture even though others have tried to make that a falling away or something like that. Uh, He's describing the rapture. And let me show you what he also says in Romans 5.9, coincidence. Uh, And here's where he almost repeats himself. uh, Or I'll read 5.8 first. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. I don't believe Paul in Romans is talking about any type of prophetic time frame and the 70th week, it's the furthest thing from his mind. He's talking about judgment. You will be spared judgment because you are in Christ. Likewise, as he's, even though he's talking about the day of the Lord in 1 Thessalonians 5, I think he's just doing what Paul always does, which is he's reminding people of the truth, which is, which this is kind of a reiteration of you'll be spared his wrath, but it's not because of this specific verse. That's not a promise that we hold on to. The bigger promise is because you're in Christ, you will not experience wrath. So I know it's a minute point there. Maybe I'm being a stickler uh, unnecessarily there, but I don't think that verse needs or can be used to say we're not going to be in the 70th week at all because I think Scripture shows we are going to enter into the 70th week. We're just not going to experience the wrath of God because we are in Christ overall, all believers, not just not just believers who die uh, prior to the 70th week or enter into the 70th week. No believer is going to experience the wrath of God because they are in Christ. So, I just think that verse is not talking about or or it's not given within a prophetic time context, even though 
it is paired right there in the day of the Lord. I think Paul's just repeating himself. I may be way off base there, uh, but when I read all of Thessalonians, First uh, Thessalonians, and I read three or four chapters in Romans, and you and you read Galatians and Ephesians and Colossians, you just see Paul where he's got his core truths, and as as he moves uh, from town to town and and church to church, whoever he's teaching, he's just He's bringing these same grand truths to those, to anybody who will hear him. And uh, he just happened to be writing uh, about the day of the Lord and through the reminder end. So uh, that's the way I see it. Um, maybe, uh, again, I'm just overstating something that really isn't there. Uh, that's all I've got. I really wanted to apologize for episode 13 and the randomness and scatteredness. But man, let me tell you, after I spent the weekend in Revelation hoping to gain some ground, I I see why I was so scattered. It, it, is, uh, it is a difficult book. And again, I remind you, if anybody just stands up with great authority that they've got it all figured out, you better you better run uh, because they have an agenda. They might be, they might have some truth that you can glean from the, from their study, but for the most part, you know they've got an agenda because this book is not figured out yet, at least not yet. So uh, I'll stop with that. We'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, see you next time.